You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 255, Disciplining Other People's Kids. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome to the show. Today, I'm talking about disciplining other people's kids, when and how to do it, and when and how not to do it, too. I've had lots of experience disciplining other people's kids in my role as clinician in an adolescent day treatment program as a religious school teacher, a camp counselor, and a school counselor. But when it comes to disciplining other people's kids in my role as Marissa and Dahlia's mom, it feels a bit tricky because I don't want my behavior to impact their friendships in a negative way. I also know that when I let fear of upsetting someone else get in my way of doing what I think is appropriate, I feel really unsettled. So there are three main things I think are important to focus on when it comes to dealing with other people's kids. The first is knowing your values. When you're clear on your values, you're less likely to question your decisions and more likely to feel good about how you handle different situations with other people's kids. A lot of my clients come to me with a vague idea of what their values are, or they think they should have certain values but feel guilty because they don't. And so we do a deep dive to really identify what matters most to them and why. I also give them some different parenting scenarios where two or more values conflict with each other and they have to decide what they'd do. So the second thing to focus on is being proactive. Episode 164 was called Proactive Parenting, and I'll put a link to it in today's show notes. Proactive parenting is predicting different scenarios that could arise and deciding how you'll handle them if they do. For example, how do you want to handle it if your kid's friend is unkind or bossy? Do you wait and see what your child does? Do you intervene? If so, when and how do you do it? How do you want to handle it if another child is acting in a way that you would describe as wild in your home and your family is more calm and quiet? Do you ask the child to settle down or embrace a different kind of energy? How would you handle it if a child helped themselves to food from your refrigerator without asking? Would you consider it rude or would you think, it's so nice that they feel so at home here. When you're proactive, you might talk to the other child's parents before a sleepover to communicate about house rules and expectations. Like if you have a rule that there are no cell phones in your child's bedroom overnight, let the other parent know that in advance so they can discuss it with their child and then review all of your expectations at the start of the sleepover. If your kids have toys, stuffed animals, or other belongings that are very valuable to them, you might consider putting them out of sight before a play date so there aren't any meltdowns about a friend touching, using, or damaging the item. Remember that all behavior is fueled by emotion. Kids can act impulsively when they're excited, anxious, frustrated, or insecure. And when their three core emotional needs of connection, control, and competence aren't satisfied, they can act out in an effort to get those needs met. I'll link to the episodes on the three core emotional needs in today's show notes too. 
In many situations, before resorting to discipline, you can validate the underlying emotions or use a little humor or distraction to redirect their behavior. I would refrain from putting another person's child in timeout, taking away privileges, or yelling at them. Discipline is about teaching kids, not punishing them. Of course, if they're hurting themselves or others, or are destructive in any way, respond immediately in whatever way you see fit to ensure everyone's safety. I always recommend that whenever there are issues with other people's kids, you communicate with the parents as soon as possible and explain what happened and how you handled it from your point of view before the child tells their account of the story. You also want to stick to the facts and not your opinion or judgment of what happened so the parents can make their own assessment. It also lessens the chances of them becoming defensive. So the third thing to focus on when dealing with other people's kids and their parents is assertiveness. I think assertiveness is widely misunderstood. In my experience, people who tend to communicate more passively confuse assertiveness with aggressiveness because it feels scary to them to address conflict head on. People who are aggressive can be loud, bossy, and pushy. They often react instantly and use their power or position to intimidate. Whereas assertive people know how to communicate directly and honestly while maintaining respect for themselves and the others involved. To illustrate the difference, imagine you're hosting a birthday party for six-year-olds at your home with the other parents present, and you overhear a child using profanity. An aggressive approach would be to single out and shame the child, demand that the child's parents do something immediately, or say something judgmental. An assertive approach would be letting the parents know the facts of the situation, as in, I just wanted to let you know, I heard Billy say the F word, and we have a no swearing rule in our house. And then let them handle it with Billy the way they see fit. If assertiveness wasn't modeled for you growing up, you're not alone. But don't worry, it's a style of communication and a skill that can definitely be learned, and I help my clients with it all the time. So to review, the three things that you can focus on when dealing with other people's kids are getting clear on your values, being proactive, and communicating assertively. The bottom line is that there will probably be times when you need to set boundaries with other people's kids. Sometimes it'll go smoothly, and other times, not so much. You might feel uncomfortable addressing conflict with another person's kid, and that's okay. Let it be uncomfortable. You'll learn from each experience. And don't forget to be kind and compassionate with yourself no matter what. It'll help you be more kind and compassionate with other parents if and when they feel the need to discipline your kid too. I'd love to hear your take on this. Have you ever disciplined other people's kids? And how did it go? Leave a comment in today's show notes at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 255. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.